Now, Encountering Hope. For some of the faithful missionary pastors we support, it can be very difficult to send in ministry stories as frequently as others. This is especially true during these days in Ukraine. There, the pastors are conducting their ministries in the midst of an awful war. Despite this, much fruitful outreach is taking place for the glory of Christ, and it's impacting an untold number of lives. Vladimir is one such missionary pastor. In this report, we can hear how he and his church are making the most of every ministry opportunity. They're demonstrating Christ's love to their people and proclaiming the gospel, all the while meeting urgent physical needs. He tells us, You know that at the end of autumn, Kirsten was liberated, and we have several families in the church who are from this city. These brothers and sisters are very concerned about the condition of the people who had remained in Kirsten under the occupation. So, over the winter, we organized three trips to Kirsten and the villages of the region to bring aid. We ended up transporting more than 20 tons of products. We saw what the war did to those once flourishing villages and cities. And we saw people who took these products with tears of gratitude because they are in great need. We were also present at worship services in various churches where there were many non-believers. It was such a joy to witness the repentance of people. We thank God that we had the opportunity to serve those people. There was also a period of mourning, a funeral service, which we always use for preaching the gospel to those people who have never heard it before. Vladimir and his team also carried out Christmas ministry. It ended up being a vivid reminder that wartime ministry has its dangers. Before Christmas on December 23rd, we went to a boarding school for children with developmental delays. There we played various games, told the Christmas story, and of course, presented gifts. Both sweet and necessary things, such as stationery and literature. The children were delighted until the air raid siren went off and we all had to run to the bomb shelter. Fortunately, the anxiety did not last long and we were able to continue our ministry with the children. After the Christmas season, our youth decided to organize meetings twice a month for the children of both our church and non-believing children. Today, 20 to 30 children from different families are coming to these meetings. The meetings are very busy. There are also games and tea with cookies and, of course, a Bible story. Our church continues to collect funds several times for the work of volunteers who go to the hot spots of our country where they evacuate people and help those who decided to stay there. Months of faithful, steady outreach, bathed in much prayer, are yielding beautiful fruit. Open doors for the gospel are now there. Blessedly, the dedicated believers we have the privilege of serving are walking through those open doors with the love of Christ. Many children are being reached through the ministry of the church's youth. In addition, those still living in a region under bombardment are getting much needed help. And they're also hearing of the eternal hope they can have in Christ. 
We praise and thank God for Pastor Vladimir and his congregation. They're committed to making a difference for the Lord in a difficult harvest field. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it, until it receives the early and late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. James 5, verses 7 and 8. Of late, many things have transpired in the lives of those we know who are in ministry. They all have a common denominator, patience. It can be so hard to be patient and wait for something that one desires very keenly. Certainly, our culture does not place a high premium on patience. We want what we want, and we want it now. Whether we're going through a drive through or waiting in a line, we want to be able to speed along and get to the next thing, whatever that thing is. It doesn't work like that in ministry or in dealing with people. Patience and long-suffering are a daily needed reality. That's because we're ultimately not the ones who can change the human heart, nor can we bring growth out of the gospel seeds that are planted. God alone has that power. He does not call us to do those things, but He does want us to lovingly and faithfully plant the seed as He gives us the opportunity. He wants us to be a loving, constant witness to the goodness, grace, and mercy of Christ in our own lives. Then we're to share how His wonderful grace can change the lives of those who hear. Above all, He wants us to pray for those to whom we minister. But then, then we're to be patient as He works in His time frame, in His way, and as He purposes. This also goes hand in hand with not growing weary in well-doing. We may not see the fruit of our labors immediately, maybe not even for years. But in time, a glorious harvest will be reaped, and we will rejoice in Him together. So let's be long-suffering spiritual farmers out there working in the Lord's fields. He will send the early and latter rains in His good time. He is faithful, and we can trust Him with our patience. Learn how SGA is sharing the gospel, equipping the church, and helping the forgotten at sga.org.